Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Our leek helps maintain healthy cholesterol safely and naturally. It's odor and taste free, and garlic is a world leader in garlic potency. I'm taking charge of my cholesterol with garlic healthy cholesterol formula, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Easy Cater presents We've Got Your Back. Up singers. So I order food on Easy Cater for a meeting with a new client in Jackson. Gotta feed clients in Jackson. On my way to the airport, it hits me. The client is actually in Jacksonville. Feed clients in Jacksonville. So I call Easy Cater. Nina picks up right away. Nina fix it for you. She called me right back and said, You're all set. Nina fix the Jackson accident. Jackson, Easy Cater has your back with 24-7 support. Order at easycater.com and know. We got your back. This is WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP FM Washington. WWWTFM Manassas. WTLP FM Braddock Heights Frederick. Let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Dimitri. Now that that crash in the out loop after Van Dorn Street has been cleared, not seeing any activity, any any accident activity anywhere in the Beltway, whether in Maryland or in Virginia. The only work zones we've got are in Virginia at the Legion Bridge, left center lane, right center lane, right lane closed. Uh, this is because of bridge rehab operations, only the left lane open. Then the out loop south of 50 over in uh, the west side, the road widening work, right lane and the right shoulder are closed. Down in Spotsylvania County, uh, southbound 1, about 7, uh, 6 Six and a half miles south of US 17 Mills Drive for the new road construction at Virginia 606 Mud Tavern Road in Thornburg. The right lane is blocked. No work zones reported up and down the 95 corridor in Virginia. All lanes are clear. There are no delays. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. All right, Ken, let's go to Veronica Johnson, 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist. Warmer afternoons for the end of the week, but that will come with some rain. Your next weather maker Thursday into Friday, bringing some rain showers to the area. And our next couple of mornings could be a little frosty with freezing temperatures. Overnight temperatures, 25 to 35 degrees under mainly clear skies. Tomorrow afternoon, partly sunny, just shy of 50 degrees. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Hyattsville is at 30, Herndon 28, and Foggy Bottom 37 degrees. Some of us all the way down to 25 overnight. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good evening. I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up tonight, suddenly the Nationals are no longer for sale. We'll tell you what's changed with the owners. Other local sports business news tonight? All the potential options moving forward with the bill to move the Caps and Wizards to Virginia. I'm Nick Ainelli. The latest from the scene of the house explosion that killed the firefighter in Sterling. I'm Neil Augenstein. How to help Loudon first responder families following last week's deadly disaster. I'm Dick Uliano. Choosing peace and positivity. The latest effort in Prince George's County to create safer communities. I'm Kate Ryan. Asia-Pacific markets are lower. 12 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Matt Piper. There are evacuation warnings in parts of California tonight as more wet weather moves in. There was even a flash flood warning in West Hollywood and Beverly Hills earlier. Correspondent Carter Evans is in the thick of it. Driving on roads treacherous in Sacramento and the Bay Area, resulting in spinouts and close calls. And 
Natalie Martinez and her baby girl were in the back seat when their SUV crashed into a median. When the crash ended up happening, I woke up and the first thing was my baby. I checked and she was fine. The state's central coast has already been inundated with more than six inches of rain in some areas. Police in Colorado say they arrested Nicholas Jordan in Colorado Springs for the deadly shootings of a 24 and 26-year-old in on-campus housing from last Friday. Police Chief Adrian Vasquez. I want to give my heartfelt condolences to the families of Sam and Celia and to know that we are here standing with you, uh, that we have put every effort into ensuring that justice is brought forward for Sam and Celia. He says the suspect and the victims knew each other. Jordan is from Detroit and is enrolled as a student at the university. Escalating tensions in the Mideast, Houthis claim to have shot down USMQ-9 Reaper drones in the Red Sea. Pentagon correspondent David Martin has that. The Houthis claim they shot it down. U.S. officials say it appears to have crashed. Either way, the U.S. lost a drone off the coast of Yemen. Drones are used to hunt for missiles the Houthis are preparing to launch against commercial shipping in the Red Sea and Gulf of Aden. Alexei Navalny's widow says Russia is hiding his body and refusing to give it to his mother. The wife of the opposition leader, who was found dead last week, lives in exile outside Russia and is vowing to continue with her husband's mission. Former CBS News Moscow Bureau Chief Beth Noble. Yulia Navalnaya is in a perfect position to step into the structure that Alexei Navalny had created a political movement with people all over Russia. He created an incredible investigative unit. Some voice actors are embracing artificial intelligence. Video game studios have been experimenting with voice artists like Andy McGee, whose demo reel is on Instagram. Despite your best efforts to destroy me, I continue to grow on my own. Replica Studios uses AI to adapt McGee's voice for other characters. McGee says it's a good deal for him because he's being fairly compensated. Actors Union SAG after says Replica is using AI ethically and fairly. CBS's Peter King says Replica's CEO says actors control how their voices are used and are actually making more money. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Protect your home and auto. Save when you bundle. Get a quote at Progressive.com. That's Progressive.com. It's 12.03 a.m. on this Tuesday, February 20. We have 32 degrees, clear skies, and cold overnight. Good morning. I'm Michael Toscano. And now to the stories we are following this hour. The Washington Nationals are no longer for sale. Owner Mark Lerner tells the Washington Post he and his family have decided to keep the team. That decision marks a reversal for Lerner, who announced almost two years ago he was exploring selling the team. Andrew Golden of the Washington Post broke the story and joined us a little earlier. I didn't get a sense that he was thinking too far ahead in the future. I think they decided at the moment in time that they aren't going to sell the team. You know, according to him, this is a decision that the family came to a while ago. How long ago, I don't know but I think they decided that right now they're very happy owning the team and that's what they're going to stick with. The team has struggled since winning the World Series back in 2019, trading away major stars such as Juan Soto to try and jumpstart a rebuild. The Lerner family bought the team in 2006 for $450 million when Major League Baseball moved the ball club from Montreal. Let's talk more now, though, about the business behind some of our local teams. It could pass, it could fail, but there's also a third option being considered by Virginia state lawmakers for the bill that would allow for a new arena in Alexandria for the Caps and the Wizards. WTOP's Nick Ionelli reports. 
The Alexandria Arena bill is on thin ice. After passing in Virginia's House of Delegates last week, its fate is now controlled by Democratic Senator L. Louise Lucas, chair of the Senate's Finance and Appropriations Committee. She'll be the one to decide whether it's voted on or whether it dies. It's a pretty hot topic right now, and so now Senator Lucas has a pretty big decision to make. Democratic Delegate Luke Torian sponsored the bill in the House. He says there is another option on the table here, one that would involve lawmakers agreeing to not let the bill die, but rather delay action on it for a year. That possibility exists as well. Lucas has been a strong opponent of the arena proposal. She has not responded to repeated requests for an interview with WTOP. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Some Alexandria residents took to the streets on Monday to protest the proposed Caps and Wizards Arena in Potomac Yards. Our partners at 7 News report the group called the Coalition to Stop the Arena had their voices heard during the President's Day Parade in Old Town. Group organizer Andrew McDonald told 7 News that they represent what he called a lot of concerned residents who think that the development is being pushed through Virginia's legislature. It's 12.06, and new tonight, Fairfax County Police are looking for a man identified as Ricky Lowe of Manassas, suspected of stealing an ambulance from Fairfax Hospital. Officers told our partners at 7 News that Lowe had not been discharged from the hospital, but he walked away with an IV still in his arm and stole the ambulance. Police also said Lowe was a passenger in the crash near the ramp from Route 50 to eastbound Interstate 66 Monday afternoon. The car involved with the crash was also stolen, according to police. Four other people were injured in relation to that crash. The investigation continues to find out exactly what caused a house in Sterling to explode and the neighborhood to shake last Friday night, the explosion taking the life of a volunteer firefighter. WTOP's Neil Augenstine reports from the neighborhood. Here on Silver Ridge Drive, heavy machinery has been brought in to dig out what's left of the home that exploded and collapsed Friday night. Some nearby buildings are still unsafe and are being shored up. Investigators are collecting debris from the blast. They've also been gathering the gear that firefighters were wearing that night. They'll be sent for analysis. Sources say it could be a while before the fire marshal makes the determination of what caused the blast. In Sterling, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. Funeral arrangements are being made for the firefighter who died, 45-year-old Trevor Brown. He had been with the Sterling Volunteer Fire Company since 2016. Immediate financial support is being given to Brown's family and those of other firefighters injured in the blast. The Loudoun First Responders Foundation has teamed with the County Fire and Rescue Service to coordinate financial relief following Friday's disaster, which killed volunteer firefighter Trevor Brown. One of the things that we've been able to do was immediately be able to provide financial support to the Brown family to cover the cost for the funeral arrangement. Tina Johnson is president of the all-volunteer group, which is also funneling financial aid to the firefighters injured in the blast. Anything that they need immediate funding. People who want to help are asked to donate at the Loudoun First Responders Foundation webpage. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, working to bring down the cost of prescription drugs. It's 12.08. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Let's go to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Thank you, Michael. Accident reported on Fairfax County, U.S. 1 Richmond Highway near Arlington Drive. Capitol Beltway outloop at the Van Dorn Street. That accident has been cleared, so all lanes are now open between Springfield Interchange and the Wilson Bridge. The only work zone going on on the Beltway is the outloop south of 50 on the west side. Road widening operations, the right lane on the right shoulder closed. Also, bridge rehab operations going on at the American Legion Bridge. Everything to the right is shut down. Only the far left lane is open. In Stafford County on 17 northbound, about 11 miles north of 95. Watch out for the bridge repair work on the right lane, again on the northbound side. Also in Stafford County, US 1 southbound, north of 218, north of Fredericksburg for the uh, bridge deck repair. The through lanes on the southbound side are alternate enclosures. And the ongoing road work in Spotsylvania County affecting southbound 1, 6.5 miles south of 17 Mills Drive. The new road construction blocks the right lane at Virginia 606. Mud Tavern Road in Thornburg. Also in Fairfax County for the work zone eastbound 66 west of US 50. This is road widening work. The right center lane and the right lane are blocked. Go electric the Fitzway looking for an electric car. Try the new Subaru Solterra Hyundai Ioniq or the Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Ken Berger WTOP Traffic. And over now to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. Clear and cold this morning. Today is looking like a dry day. Pretty nice with temperatures near average. This morning between 25 and 35 degrees. Later today, temperatures will rise into the upper 40s to lower 50s across the area. Again, lots of sunshine. And sunshine too for your Wednesday will be a little higher by around 2 or 3 degrees. Closer to that 50 degree mark for most neighborhoods. I've got clouds and showers coming our way for Thursday afternoon. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. 29 degrees now in Gaithersburg, 31 in Arlington. It's 29 degrees in Lanham. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Tracy Jockey. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Brand name prescription medication can be expensive, even unaffordable. So much so that Medicare is for the first time negotiating with drug makers for price cuts. But what happens when drug prices are too low? Generic drugs are prescribed most often and overall supplies are the lowest in years, leaving doctors and patients scrambling for alternatives to cancer, asthma and ADHD treatments, to name just a few examples. Regulators are beginning to look at whether pricing pressures are among the root causes for the shortages. The Federal Trade Commission and the Department of Health and Human Services are requesting information from the buyers and distributors that act as go-betweens between drug makers and health care providers. And specifically, they want to know whether these middlemen use their market power to push prices so low some generic drugs are no longer profitable to make. Two U.S. generic drug makers went out of business last year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tracy Jonke on WTOP. And coming up on WTOP, pressure is growing on House Speaker Mike Johnson to allow a vote on providing aid to Ukraine. It's 12-12. Here's a fun fact for you. The average chameleon can point their eyes in two different directions. On the other hand, the average human can't. So unless you're a chameleon, there's absolutely no way you can focus on texting and driving at the same time. So don't do it, unless you're a chameleon. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. 
A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. Coming up on WTOP, a big deal for Capital One. More news in 60 seconds. Mark your calendars for the philanthropic event of the year. Join us in the fight against blood cancers at the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's National Signature Black Tie Event, the Leukemia Ball. The 37th annual event will be held on Saturday, April 6th at the Washington Convention Center in D.C. The Leukemia Ball is more than just a gala. It's a celebration of hope, courage, and the power of coming together for a great cause. This inspirational evening is filled with an impactful mission program, meaningful networking and cocktails, silent and live auctions, dinner, dancing, and more. Headlining this year's event will be multiple Grammy-nominated, Peabody and Emmy Award-winning actor-comedian Craig Ferguson. Be a part of something extraordinary and support LLS's groundbreaking research and patient services. Your presence can change lives. Join us at the Leukemia Ball, where every step on the dance floor is a step towards a cure. For more information and to purchase tickets, please visit www.leukemiaball.org. Harnessing influencers and communities and those coming out of prison, it's one of uh, part of the latest strategy to reduce violence in Prince George's County. The organization YMI, or Young Men's Initiative, is meant to give men coming out of prison tools to go out and be productive and create safer communities. In the lead, Dominic Henry, who spent 35 years behind bars himself. His group works to form connections with young people who can be leaders across the region. And we're going to recruit the street stars and the influencers. And we're going to train them. To lead in building skills to help young men and boys become successful in their communities. Prince George's County Council Member Calvin Hawkins on why the outreach to young people is so important. Said an old guy like me saying this is how it was in the 80s, this is how it was in the 90s. But having the young people say this is what's happening in our neighborhoods and communities. In Largo, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. It's 1214. I'm Michael Toscano. Thanks so much for being with us. House Speaker Mike Johnson coming under growing pressure now to take up legislation to provide aid to Ukraine. This in the wake of the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny and other developments. WTOP's Mitchell Miller joined us earlier from Capitol Hill with more on what members of Congress heard from European leaders during the Munich Security Conference over concerns that the United States won't come through with more aid to Ukraine. Among those who attended that conference were Maryland Senator Ben Cardin and Virginia Senator Mark Warner, who, like other lawmakers, tried to persuade Ukrainian President Zelensky and others at the conference that somehow Congress will eventually come up with the military assistance Ukraine needs. But there is so much concern there. And to illustrate what an impact this is having, several senators at the conference told Politico about a soldier in a trench who, as Russian artillery went off nearby, was scrolling through his phone looking for any sign that the U.S. U.S. House would approve military aid. And lawmakers say Europeans were seeking more information about the so-called discharge petition that would allow Democrats, with the help of some Republicans, to bring up aid uh, package on the floor. That is how intently European leaders are watching all of this. Mitch, we've said this before. The House has a new foreign aid proposal that is to consider when lawmakers return to D.C. Does it have any chance of moving forward? The fact, and that it is a bipartisan proposal, gives it a slight chance. Pennsylvania Republican Brian Fitzpatrick 
introduced this. He spoke to us here at the Capitol before leaving Ukraine this weekend to speak with their leaders. They know and will once again know that we have their back and that we're going to find a way to navigate a bill to the floor that funds Ukraine. Now, as to whether it has a chance to succeed, we'll have to see if it gets any traction when lawmakers return. It would focus on military aid for Ukraine, not economic assistance, and it would make changes to southern border policy. But Democrats are still trying to pressure Speaker Johnson to take up the Senate bill that was recently passed. And as you know, this issue has not been resolved after months of repeated efforts. President Biden said today he'd be willing to meet with Speaker Johnson, who has been pressing to sit down with the president in recent weeks. Any chance that could end the impasse here? Well, of course, there's always a possibility, and I think President Biden opened the door to this meeting, mainly because he always wants to show he's ready for bipartisan options. But he also told reporters he'd be happy to speak to Johnson if he has something to say. In other words, something different than what he has been saying. So if Johnson only reiterates House Republicans' position on including that GOP border bill they passed last year in connection with all of the developments that have happened lately, I just don't see it moving the needle. Also, Johnson is still in a tough spot, as you know, with some Republicans threatening to try to oust him from the speakership if he tries to pass aid for Ukraine. That's WTOP's Mitchell Miller. A quick look now at the top stories we're working on at WTOP. After almost two years, the Nationals are no longer for sale. The learners say they're keeping the team. The widow of late Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny says she's taking up her husband's cause and she will focus on Vladimir Putin. Keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Over to Ken Berger now on the WTOP Traffic Center. Thank you, Michael. Quiet ride all through the DMV. Not seeing any major delays anywhere on the Beltway. All lanes are clear in Maryland, with the exception of a mobile crew uh, somewhere along the top side between 95, heading over to 355. And it's not causing any delays. It's over on the far left side. The work zones continue on the outloop at the American Legion Bridge. This is bridge rehab operations with everything to the right blocked. Only the far left lane is open. Then the outloop south of 50 on the west side. Road widening work. The right lane and the right shoulder closed at the Bay Bridge. The Eastbound span is closed. Two-way operations on the westbound span in Anne Arundel County. Westbound 100 between Arundel Mills Boulevard and Telegraph Road. The right lane is blocked. 175 eastbound between Parkside Boulevard and Milestone Parkway. You find the right lane is closed. No scheduled work zones tonight in Montgomery County. In Frederick County, northbound 270 between Maryland 85, Bucky's Town Pike, and I-70. The left lane blocked northbound, southbound. It's the right lane that is closed in Prince. George's County. Watch out for the mobile work crew. This is eastbound east of the 3301 interchange. This mobile work crew is on the, along the far left side. Traffic getting by to the right without delay. And uh, there are no delays on 95 and 295 between the two beltways in Maryland. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. And over now to 7 News First Alert Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson. It's our fifth warmest February on record in 152 years. And I'm tracking some milder days coming our way for the end of the week, close to 60 degrees, some spring-like warmth. In the mid part of next week, we could get close to 70. Now, this morning, I know it's cold, 25 to 35 degrees. We're mainly clear. Today, going to be dry, just shy of 50 degrees under partly sunny skies. Also, for Wednesday, lots of sunshine. You're a little higher with those temperatures by 2, 3 degrees, running 50, maybe warmer. And then for Thursday, 
Friday, your forecast just shy of 60 degrees with rain showers coming in with the next weather maker during the afternoon and for the first half of Friday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Getting colder now, 30 degrees in Reston, 32 in Bethesda, 36 degrees at the National Mall. Coming up on WTOP, things not to do with a drone. It's 1220. Jack Frost is a slippery character. <laughs> with a nasty bag of tricks. Sleet and snow. Freezing rain and the big bad blizzard. Don't let him fool you. Depend on WTOP for traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. A winter weather advisory has just been issued. A lot of side streets remain unplowed. You'll know how to dress the kids to deal with Jack Frost. And you'll know when you can hit the road, Jack. WTOP News. Facts matter. New tonight, McLean-based Capital One is reportedly closing in on a deal to purchase Discover Financial Services. Bloomberg is reporting it would bring together two of the country's largest credit card companies to create the biggest credit card lender in the nation. Discover, which is based in Illinois, has a market value of nearly $28 billion, while Virginia-based Capital One is valued at about $52 billion. The all-stock transaction could be announced as soon as today, Tuesday. But the deal could face antitrust scrutiny from federal regulators who are already working on an overhaul of bank capital rules that have faced stiff industry opposition. Hey, comedy fans, have you seen Taylor Tomlinson's new Netflix special yet? It was filmed at Capital One Hall in Tyson's, Virginia, beginning with her rising up on stage from a trap door. How stupid was that? I came up from the floor like I'm a Jonas brother. I was so embarrassed that I thought of that, but it was too late when we got here to change it because men with jobs had built it. They're like, well, this is like a week of our lives. Taylor Tomlinson is on fire with her new late night show after midnight on CBS and her new Netflix special, Have It All. I was like, yeah, Taylor, nobody gets to have it all. And then I saw Hugh Jackman in person. And I was like, oh, I guess you can't have it all, but there's none left because God gave it all to Hugh. Have It All is now streaming on Netflix. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. So when you can't use FedEx, why not try a drone? Well, one reason is it turns out that that can get you arrested especially if you're trying to deliver drugs to a federal prison. Outsiders find many ways to smuggle drugs into prison, but few have tried using a drone. West Virginia's McDowell County Police just arrested 11 people for trying to do that. One suspect fled, was later found dead. Guards say they noticed a number of drones flying near the prison. They eventually found the pilots and their illegal drug payload. Many will end up behind the prison walls they were trying to fly over. Andy Field, ABC News, Washington. Lawmakers in Maryland are considering a bill that would expand alternatives to traditional funerals. WTOP's Luke Luker tells us they focus on something called aquamation, which is thought to be a greener alternative to cremation. Also called flameless cremation, the body is placed in a steel vessel and filled with warm water and an alkaline solution that quickly decomposes the body, leaving just ashes. It still celebrates their lives, but it does not have the carbon impact. Adrian Gardner is the co-founder of Green Legacy, a company that hopes to offer these services in the future because right now they are illegal in the area. We're connecting people from Baltimore with providers in North Carolina, and that frankly makes zero sense. Legislation is now going through Maryland to allow aquamation for funeral providers. Luke Luger, WTOP News. 
The Biden administration continues to call on the House of Representatives to take up a bill that would provide tens of billions of dollars in additional military support for Ukraine and Israel. And though it passed in the Senate, House Speaker Mike Johnson is suggesting that he might not bring it 